0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. My name's John, and right now I'm flying solo. Uh, Nate is busy doing some things with his home right now. Uh, He may join us later, but we do have a guest today. Uh, Today we have Joanne Carroll, owner of Dragonfly Farm. She had the 2011 National Champion, Best Udder Premier Sire, and was Premier Breeder and Exhibitor. In 2016, Joanne had the reserve national champion and reserve national champion junior doe. When you think Nigerian dwarf, you think a you think a standard dough that has been scaled down. You want that balance and consistency, and Joanne brings that just that to the show ring. Welcome, Joanne.
1: Thanks. Um, is it okay <laughs> if I tell you my name's Carol?
0: Oh yes. I'm sorry. I've always, <laughs> That's okay. You've. We've spoken so many times, and you've never uh, you've never corrected me on that. Yeah, I don't so. correct people, but uh, since it's <laughs> for posterity,
1: I thought I would just
0: mention it. Perfect, Joanne Carol, which is that's her. Yeah, my bad. I, I no uh, no no no, don't apologize. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I uh, I've gotten to know you through my dairy goat adventure um, when we started out with Oberhosley. My wife said she wanted to get some Nigerian dwarfs, And my little cousin Faith was, was pestering me and pestering me because I told her we were looking. And she said, You know, if you want something quality. And I was like, Yeah, I do. And she said, Go to Dragonfly. And so I was like, is Who?
1: Faith is your cousin?
0: She is. She's my faith. little cousin. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. The uh, Faith that I know.
1: <laughs> faith. Uh. Yeah,
0: little Faith Schultz.
1: Yes, face too.
0: I love her. She's adorable. <laughs> she is. And she's a go-getter. Yes. Um but yeah, she she mentioned your farm and I immediately looked at your website and I was like, wow. This is what I want. I want a dairy goat. It looks like it should be an alpine or something, scaled down. And that's what what that's what I think of when I think of your herd, you know, and that consistency too.
1: Well, that's, that's really encouraging to hear because that's been the goal all along, you know, little, little Mm -hmm. night, little Alpines. (laughs) Um, So
0: uh, now I know through conversations uh, you used to raise uh, sheep. We started
1: with a few sheep and that, that does lead to the goats, oddly enough. So I moved to Harvard after I finished my PhD in Pittsburgh and um decided to stay home with my kids and do farm things and so i had um australian shepherds so i bought four sheep that were going to be our victims for herding lessons and um because of this i met my neighbor who is bonnie chandler uh a fairly farm and Mm -hmm. bonnie had nigerian dwarfs you know from really way back at the beginning actually and uh And she kept telling me, you know, we kind of managed our sheep together. We hired the shearer together, and we got the vet to give vaccinations together. And she kept saying to me, you want goats. You should get goats. And I kept saying, (laughs) goats are interesting, and I don't want interesting. I want boring. But uh, so finally, Bonnie says to me, well, I have these two animals that were returned to me from another buyer, and uh, and I'll sell them to you for $100. So Bonnie sold me for $100 a bread dough and a yearling
0: which is unheard of
1: yes and the dough rona was bred to um my kind of foundation sire apocalypse now and the first kid born on my place fairly ariadne eventually finished a championship with adga and ags and also uh appraised 91 um so that
0: which there's not a lot of nigerians that well at that time that did that
1: at the time. And it was it was Eric. And, uh, you know, I was kind of terrified when I learned Eric would be our appraiser <laughs> because I had heard from all around that he was very tough on Nigerians. But he just he just loved Ariadne. He he, um, you know, and and if you look at photographs of her, she really had that profile. She had that level, long rump, high in incurving thigh. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was really lucky with what I started
0: with. Yeah, you uh you definitely started out with I mean with a 91. I mean that's yeah, like that's at 9 years right old. There. Yeah. She was 9 when she appraised that?
1: Yes. Yes. Wow. Yeah. And that's you know, something. it's interesting because sometimes I'll hear people say, you know, since ADGA recognized Nigerian dwarf, we have seen that they've become, you know, a true miniature dairy goat. And I always want to point to my doe that was born in 1991 um and appraised you know appraised 91 excellent at nine years old and i say you know what we've had in the breed is what we've always had you know it was just a matter of winnowing out um what we were really looking for and not settling for right the the older style um of of nigerian dwarf so
0: i feel like when i look at the history of nigerian dwarf i think uh people were back when they were really starting to get uh structured with Adka uh that people were kind of not afraid but hesitant to call um just because they wanted to get them registered and get more in the ring and i mean with yours becoming 91 at a 9 year old uh that just speaks volumes to the the husbandry that you had on your farm
1: well you know, you know she she was she was a quality animal and that's
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know she was managed like a quality animal but the foundation was there from the beginning um, right and uh, and Nigerians have had a show system for a lot of years i mean the american goat society registered Nigerians and we had you know and and david actually david funk was one of the first people i met Um, you know when I started out showing he was one he judged the very first show he gave Ariadne as a teeny baby first in her little baby class (laughs) Um, but uh, (laughs) you know so um, we've always been striving to have an animal that looks good in the show ring but what's different about I think about being recognized by ADGA was first of all the introduction of the linear appraisal program which was Yeah, Really, I think it's really important in teaching a lot of people who um, showed in single breed shows um, never, for example, had to milk out for best in show because whoever was the grand champion was the best in show and that was the end of it. So, you know, calling for udders that contained a lot of tissue and weren't, you know, didn't milk out cleanly. um, And... Um, looking at aspects of structure other than the profile, for example. Everybody was trying to get a nice level profile, but people weren't thinking about rump structure. Right. And, and people weren't thinking about correct shoulder assemblies. Um,
0: Which is still tough think, with the breed.
1: Well, you know, I think it's hard in any breed, but mm-hmm. um, I think that we also have, I mean, I'm going to venture to say that there's a segment of the judging population that looks at the beautiful utters. We've had beautiful utters from the beginning because, yes. you know, people called for good attachments. They, they understood that from the beginning. Um, and a lot of times I see some judges will judge Nigerians based, it seems a little bit more on the mammary and a little bit less in the general appearance. It's almost like they're not, they're not, they're not forcing us to, to bring that general appearance, they're, they're right. being accepting of some of the style.
0: I think you can get that fashioned. with any breed, though. I mean, I've been at shows where I've had some does in front of me that had maybe a better memory, sure, but a lot of other faults where mine might have excelled or whoever's might have excelled. Um, so I think yeah. memory definitely gets the highlight, even though. Yes, it's worth, I think it does, what, too. But <laughs> I think that,
1: you know, we can't accept overweight animals with beautiful udders, you know, mm-hmm. they they need to have some dairy strength and, and we can't accept broken front ends with beautiful mammaries, you know, right. we as breeders, at least we need to bring the animals with the general appearance so that the judges see that it can be there um,
0: can, and start I can to demand. Agree it, with that. You know, I, yeah. I, so, Dragonfly, the name of your farm, uh, where did that name come from?
1: Well, dragonflies eat mosquitoes. <laughs> we have a <laughs> lot of mosquitoes. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I just, I just thought it was a pretty word, and it's a beautiful insect, and I don't know, I just always liked, you know, I, I purchased art and jewelry featuring dragonflies since I was young, so, you know, and it was kind of an adventure getting the name, actually, um, I had the really? name, yes, I had that herd name in AGS. But when I joined, you know, when ADJ, when I joined ADJ and got my membership, the herd name was not available because there was a herd name registered Dragonfly with an E at the end. Oh, okay.
2: Um,
1: and um, it was a, it was a, some people who had they had registered the herd name, but they had never registered a goat. Really? So yeah, no, they had never registered a goat because. Um, they were nigerian breeders they weren't able to get that and they had that herd name with pygmies they weren't able to get that herd name with ags because i already had it so they Uh. registered it with adj sort of looking ahead um Mm -hmm. but then in the meantime they got out of goats kind of and so um they they did register some some goats under the name Dia farm so and they have some really nice goats actually um but uh It finally came to be that AGEGA permitted um, retirement of herd names that had been inactive, and uh, at that point, I was able to get my herd name. So,
0: oh, awesome! That's that's awesome, and that's unique. You don't you don't hear that often when people come up with their farm names. I mean, if you you've heard where they get rejected and it stops at that, and somebody just thinks of a different name.
1: Yeah, Um. I mean, I think (laughs) if you've never if you don't have, but I had a whole barn full of animals with that name
0: right yeah because you had the ags you know and
1: so um for a while what i did was i would just re- i would just register with ags and then i would re-register with adj so all of my animals were ags dragonfly this ags dragonfly that um and my official herd name with adj was one dragonfly um, oh really there's, there's exactly one animal registered with that herd name <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's cool yeah but uh do you do you still use ags when you do your goats or is it also ADGA now?
1: with as we sort of expected and i actually used to be on the board of directors of ags so i was kind of involved with them but when adga recognized us and the opportunities were obviously so much greater with this registry
0: Mm -hmm. so um, many more programs
1: yeah we sort of knew that people would stop sanctioning ags shows um Mm -hmm. and uh and occasionally you'll have like there was a judge down at the virginia buck show that said you know is uh it was a rusty rep he said does anyone here need you know want to uh want to actually show under ags as well i don't know how he was planning to do that but anyway he he asked about it you know and uh that's we all weird. said, no, we're not registered with AGS. <laughs> and this <laughs> is not, this is not to put down AGS. It was, no. it was, I really enjoyed my association with, with them. And so it was sort of sad to see the shows disappear. And so when that happened, I let those registrations go too.
0: Well, I'm sure once um, ADGA started recognizing the Nigerians, it kind of, Shifted the waves a little bit with AGS.
1: Well, there were so many shows. And once they started sanctioning us, um, we had so many opportunities. And and previously um, in AGS, they tended to be shows that were organized by individual people. Like I personally held seven or eight shows, um, you know, financed by me. And uh, we would get 130, 150 animals. So normally... You know it it usually broke even at least, and that was fine mm-hmm. um, but uh then people started peeling away and going to the f- the fair shows, which had premiums and um you know was they were seen as more prestigious um and so right. you know the individually run shows kind of a g s shows <laughs> go away so
0: yeah. so uh we actually had Nate join us. Uh, oh. Joanne, so yeah, I'm
1: here.
2: So, Nate, wel- oh, welcome. Oh, I see in.
1: him. I see him.
2: <laughs> Good evening, jo- Joanne. Hello. How are you doing?
1: Hi there. Good. How are you?
2: I'm doing fairly well. <laughs> I'm. I'm actually really excited for this interview, and I didn't want to miss it. But we're putting a new roof on the house, and I had company here helping with that, so I had to see <laughs> I them hope all. You had
1: a hot bath.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, uh,
1: I'm familiar with roofing.
0: Well, it's it's funny, uh, you you know, you said can can we push it back uh, to six forty five, and at that point I reeked of buck. I mean, just <laughs> reeked. So I I said let me message Joanne, and then Jo and then of course Joanne, you said yeah, that's fine, especially since you had to cook dinner. Um,
1: yeah, I ran and- down and so that my hungry husband would not
0: <laughs> <laughs> crash the party here. <laughs> so so I was like, I need to jump in the shower. This is bad. And my poor pregnant wife, uh, the buck smell is what is her trigger. Uh that's what makes her sick. So, oh, no. so she was like, get away from me. She goes, if you're doing the podcast, you're doing it outside. Like, <laughs> oh no. I'll
1: shower <laughs> like, and change instead.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. So I was like, all right, this gives me the opportunity to shower and, and be freshen up because I mean it was bad. The poor the poor girl, it was a 4 h that came and used our Buck Orion, And the the dough that she brought was enraging heat, but she was just being so difficult. I mean, pulling on the collar when we were trying to hold her to the point where she actually knocked herself out. Oh. Oh, dear. Ugh. I was like, all right. I was like, we're going to put a leash on her and give her a little bit of leeway. And uh, we were finally able to get the job done, but oh. <laughs> and as soon as she started pulling on the collar, I know this from my Nigerian Effie. She'll uh she she'll pull on the collar and she'll knock herself out too. So Yeah, that
1: um, vagus nerve
0: response. Mm-hmm, yep. So as soon as she started pulling on there, I was like, you got to let loose. She's about to... And so before I could even get it out, she was on the ground. Kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun experience for her and we got it done. And hopefully... Uh, she doesn't, the crazy doe doesn't have to come back. <laughs> oh, Joe, so he got he her. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got her. Yep. So we made sure he, he got her a good two or three times. Um, uh, and Nate, you know Orion, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty volatile Assertive? when it comes to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, he, uh, we, we recently really collected is. him and, uh, you know, so I actually got to see, you know, under the microscope, you know, his the number of sperm per million m- milliliter there. And uh, I think on one jump pretty much we got seventy five straws.
0: Wow, we, uh, Well we wow. would have had eighty but five of them were um were faulty straws, but uh. yeah. well they, yeah. they
2: fell in the nitrogen too quickly. Yeah. Oh, oh, they over they cooled too fast. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: But he, uh, yeah, he has impre- He's he's an impressive guy underneath the microscope and <laughs> and the amount of straws he gives. I'm okay with it. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of which, Joanne, are you? Do you guys collect your bucks at all or no? Yes.
1: Oh, yes. I have. Okay. I recently invested in a really big tank. Um, since I was since I had my surgery in January, I wasn't able to do care and feeding of my semen tank. So Michael Covey has been doing that for me. Um,
0: awesome. I love and, him. Uh, He's good. He-,
1: he is. He is. And, he, and most of my successful AIs have been done by him as well. So, um, but yeah, no, everybody mm-hmm. here has been collected except some of the younger boys and we are having B and D here on the 22nd and 23rd.
0: Oh, it's at your farm. Okay. Yep.
1: Yep. It's under Mike's name. Cause he did the arrangements, but it's here.
0: Okay. Gotcha. So um, we'll, I may be contacting you after this uh, because I think we're going to be doing AI with the Nigerians from here out. Oh, cool. Um, so it's just my last buck was just a bad experience. He was really? just he was a nutbag. He um, oh, yeah, he if he was, was ever he, left alone, he was just nuts. He, he, was he a, a damn raised kid? No, he was bottle raised. Oh uh, Wait, no, he what? he was. So he was damn raised, but he was also like given the bottle as a supplement.
1: Uh, yeah, um,
0: and he was sweet as sweet as pie in your pocket. You know, just a really sweet guy. But he was just neurotic. I mean, he oh dear. <laughs> ju- he he jumped a five foot window and broke through it because he was the only one left in his pen when I was oh. clipping up the other buck. Oh my! So he, yeah, he sweet guy, but man, he was just neurotic. So yeah, I, you I was wonder if you're to gonna get. Girl.
1: You know, you don't you don't necessarily want that kind of temperament in his kids. No, either. no.
0: Thankfully, his daughter is in your pocket as well, but she's not neurotic. She's just silly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. John, if I That's remember with with game, there were some structural issues that just seemed to be genetic flukes. Yeah. Knowing what his pedigree was, and yeah. they just carried through to the kids. As well, right? right?
0: I mean, that's that's one of the reasons I sold him, for sure. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of his feet and pasterns. Um, but I think we're going to try AI for a couple of years. And then if uh, Tierney decides she wants to keep the Nigerian program going, because we are taking the break this year with them, uh, then, which I know you're not a fan of, Joanne. Oh, <laughs> well,
1: well, you know, I we'll, had we'll, to take a kind of a break this year, too. I mean... You Other did. than one doe, one doe kitted here in the beginning of August, but everybody else kitted at uh kind and generous friends farms.
0: You you definitely had a unique situation, and we spoke yes. quite a bit during that process.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and man, I don't know I I would have been going crazy. I'm sure you were.
1: Yeah, um, kind of. Although <laughs> I have to say, if there had to be a pandemic, this was a good year for me
0: to no. have yeah, it. kidding. I'm well. not kidding. And you said you're, you're going to get another surgery here this year, too, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going to have knee surgery, but I think it was originally scheduled for the 13th of November. And I right now I'm thinking that if I want to get animals bred for nationals yeah. this year, I really don't think I can take off half of November and all of December. So I think yeah. I might push it back to January because by the beginning of January, we'll be getting into June. And I really don't want anybody kidding in June. No. I try to have nobody kid the month before.
2: I, I didn't say because um, you really don't want to be like, are they going to be ready by the time? In-? Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I want my kids to be four weeks old when I leave. That's easier for the caretaker. They're solid on the buckets. Yep. They, you know, they're not going to keel over from floppy kid. You know. Yep. Um, and hopefully, you know, some of them are even old enough to have their first vaccinations. You know, so they're mm-hmm. protected from entero and other weird things that happen as soon as you. Think about leaving the farm.
2: Separation anxiety. Right. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really lucky. I have the best farm care. And assuming she's still with me next year, I'll be fine. But uh, I couldn't have done the surgery if it wasn't for her. Um,
0: yeah, you, my my uh, gal,
1: Helena, she's awesome.
0: You And how many did you breed last year because of the surgery? Was it less than normal or...?
1: Yes, I bred, let me see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23, so it was a tiny breeding season.
0: Tiny one. For, for you, yes. It was a tiny one for <laughs> it you. It would eight more yes.
2: than me.
1: <laughs> so I had a... I had one doe fostered by Bonnie Chandler. I had several does fostered by Ryan Blatchley. Yep. Thank you, guys. And um, I had the rest of them. uh, Two more were leased by um, a lady down in Pennsylvania. And then my dear friend in New York took the balance of that group. And she's a real hero, but doesn't want to be mentioned by name. So Mm. that's fun. <laughs> so I will not mention her by
2: name. But, um, Yay, she who shall not be named.
1: Exactly. Now, she is a now. she is a superwoman. Um and the kids, the goats have come home in increments. Right now I'm milking eight once a day here. And uh the rest of them should be coming home in a couple of days. So perfect. I, well, oh, I was thinking I had to dry them off before the thirteenth of November, but now I think they can keep on going for a while. So
0: now, are you? Do you keep them in for milk test or?
1: Yep, normally I'm on milk test this year. I just I paid for milk test, but I just didn't, you know, it wasn't possible right. to do, so I just didn't right. do it. But I figured I'd support the registry. You know, I paid for LA. I did ADJ
2: plus actually. Um, okay. I don't
1: know. Do we know what they're gonna do?
2: It's um, all up in the air right i now. i i think it's it's gone to executive or okay well part of it's gone to executive the other part has gone to uh the task force they've they right. did approve the l a task force, which really is um i think it's not to deal with the pay issue but more of the other issues that the appraisers are having with the program. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right.
1: like they need to be paid more. We need more appraisers. We yes. have to figure these things out. Yeah. Right. There, yeah, there well that's good. I'm glad more... I'm glad they're at least addressing it, you know. Yes. And yes. as far as I'm In concerned, they can roll they can roll my fees over till next year because I wouldn't change anything. But I, know, I well, actually think I will get my my DNA tests that I paid for. I hope yeah, I
2: Well we make sure that by December we've used all of our I mean my wife and I our herd is also ADGA+. Plus. And we yeah. we love those DNA tests actually, because if we haven't used them up by now, we we look and well okay, our our bucks are actually already DNA tested. So we'll look for a doe who may be a you know
1: Yeah, yeah. A bloodline doe. <laughs> Might as well just, I actually um I have enough bucks that I more than need the tests that I get with A D G A plus. So I think I'll have to do six this year that are being collected for the first oh, time. Oh wow. So yeah. That's... yeah. We Nigerian people we're absolutely insane and we collect
2: books. <laughs> I, I know I
1: mean collect as in as in keep live books around. yeah, yeah well that's what I, <laughs> one, I know, one of I know our I know friends that...
0: Jessica Miller has yes. a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> she has a ton. I mean, I think she, what do you think, Nate? It's probably eight or ten now that she has bucks. I think I
2: heard ten, but Jessica will correct us, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> if, she, if she listens, Jessica.
1: <laughs> well, I, uh, I I keep trying to cut down, and I keep having circumstances that cause me to keep more bucks than I intend. Like, some, you know, one of the, my prized animals dies suddenly, and I have to keep offspring. Yeah. Um
0: so things like that, understandable. I mean, you have quite the bu- uh, the bucks that I've seen on your page. I mean, they're pretty exquisite. So I'd love. I to just, see put, them up, I just put up. I just put up some
1: nice pictures because we actually we were insane and we drove to Virginia to the son of a buck show, and I actually showed bucks. I can't remember the last time I showed bucks <laughs> because I really just I how they look doesn't really matter to me on right, the whole.
0: Right. Um, it's what they're passing down.
1: Right. And and so but but it was nice to get clipped pictures of them. You know, I every book I require them to give me one clipped picture in their in their lifetime. <laughs>
2: that, I think that's important. Well, I mean if nothing else so that you can you know have that for the website or selling daughters.
1: Right. For the historical record if yeah. nothing else. Yeah know?
2: well I mean I think about right now people are contacting like do you know of any pictures about, um, about I get asked for some reason about Sasson. Uh, oh, yes, Baca, Sasson. He, yeah. he had Oberhazley uh, um, relatives. Coloring, right? No, he was black. Yes, He was all, oh, he he was. Was all black. But he was black. His, so wow. his, he was out of Royal Risk. And Royal Risk was descended from uh People are going to have to correct me on this. I think uh, Jamoka, uh, Jamaka, anyway. No, you're right. And then Jamaka was out of a buck named Little Beaver. Okay. (laughs) Now, Little Beaver, if you go to look up uh, Playfair Little Beaver, he has off progeny that are American Alpine, experimental, American Obahazli, and purebred over pure Purebred? Oh,
0: wow.
2: Yeah.
1: How do you spell sason?
2: Yeah.
0: S-A-S-S-I-N. No, one S.
2: S-A-S-I-N. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Uh, I have to look this up. Let's go here. <laughs> she's going to call me out on this.
0: Well, now see, see. Joanne's a, a rocket scientist and loves numbers, so she's all about it, which I love. That's <laughs> true.
1: <laughs> I, I actually am a rocket scientist. I,
2: yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was t- talking, you it's... know, talking to John. I'm like, "Hey, do you know about uh, Joanne's background?" He's like, "No, a little bit." I mean, Nigeria. I Said, "No, <laughs> what she went to school for?" Yeah, I.
0: So then I had to do some real research and I was like wow. <laughs> I was like I was like Joanne's pretty awesome. Even Like my even Twitter more so.
1: profile. <laughs> my Twitter profile the picture is Peregrine and all it says is um overqualified for my current job. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so it's actually it wasn't Royal Risk who's descended from uh well he is the Royal Risk is out of uh Port Salute, who's out of Kiwi Malo, who's yep. out of uh yep. uh Jamaca. but assassin's dam is kiwi malo
1: is kiwi who's out of
2: yep. jamaica and jamaica is out of little beaver now you go to right. uh if you're if you're like and you're a nerd on add your genetics uh, you go to add your genetics you click on little beaver and uh yep there it is uh the Obi a purebred Obi is uh, Playfair Pomo.
1: Okay. So wait, Little Beaver is by Little Eagle out of Dagmar. Yep. And then who are we talking about now? Hawkeye? No. no.
2: Uh, Playfair Little Beaver had uh, Progeny. Uh, right. you go to the progeny list. And probably the sixth yes. one down is Playfair Pomo, P-O-M-O.
1: Yes, Pomo. And okay.
2: it was a uh, purebred uh, Oberhazley buck, 1975. Yep, yep. But if you look at March, that list,
1: 1975.
2: now there are grade Alpines, but there's also American Alpines at the bottom and American Oberhazleys. An experimental. Oh, yeah, that's right. But what we have to realize is that at that wow. point, Oberhausleys were being shown with the Alpines.
1: Alpines? Yeah.
2: They were simply Swiss Alpine. They weren't Oberhausleys. Right. We, yeah. Right.
1: That's what they called them. That's what I, that's what I thought yep. I remembered. And I also thought that um, at some point they started culling that color from the Alpines.
2: Well we no. and Black. But if you look at some of the redwood hills does and uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, yeah. even Mark Baden has an over uh, a doe who is correctly overley correct oberhiley markings right now yeah um and uh you know so they may have started calling it because you know to keep the two separate. But right. um, I think there are some that still try to walk that line. Um,
0: oh, yeah. Redwood Hill still has some because I've played with the idea of adding Alpine into my making experimentals into American Oberhausley. Played with the idea. Um, so there's, they're still out there.
1: Yeah, I actually think if I was working with Oberhausleys, that's what I would do. I would, I would find the prettiest Alpine dough. That I could find and I would breed her to the nicest Oberhausley buck and go from there. <laughs> now,
0: my, thing, my thing with adding alpine is, is that uh, Oberhausle's are supposed to be a medium-sized breed and alpines are quite large compared oh, yeah. to them. So oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely, uh, you'd have to definitely, once you get that, just add in more Oberhausley to scale them back down and hopefully keep that mammary and everything.
1: Yeah, but I would really like to see more bone in some of the Oberhusleys I've yeah. been seeing. Um, they, I I do see a tendency to frailty amongst you know, a subset of the Oberhausle. They could yeah. use more
0: yeah, substance. It, the, the thing when you see it with the lack of bone is there's definitely, right now in Oberhausle, there's a new style and an old style. The old style lacks the bone, where the new style, like the Van Joss, the the half barn farms, I, my, in my barn here, I have quite a bit of old style, but I also have from my new bucks, some new style coming in and I have a March kid that is not lacking bone whatsoever. I sent, that's good. I, I sent Nate a picture today and she's quite oh, long. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> she's uh. so, I mean, it just depends on the lines that you have in your, in your barn. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, it's interesting uh, coming from Nigerians. It's it's really kind of set apart, and the problems that we have to deal with, and the challenges that we have are very different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I so, feel like, you know, I can comment on what I see mm-hmm. as a judge, but I, I'm not a breeder of standard goats, so right, those challenges right. are not familiar well, what, to me. <laughs> what, that's kind of
2: one of the things I've been noticing about the Nigerians. Now, back, um, I want to say like. 15 years ago, maybe even 20 years ago, I would judge the non sanctioned shows because I, I myself was not a right. naked judge. Um, but I, I remember judging the at uh, Saratoga County, in New York, has two, sh- two dairy goat shows, two open class dairy goat shows. Yeah, we went to yeah, that one time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and one of them is an uh, Adgis sanctioned show. And the other one is not. I judge the not one. Huh. <laughs> okay. And, and, um, <laughs> but I remember being there and it was just shortly after the Nigerians were into ADGA and could be shown at the ADGA shows. So yes. And uh, um, you know, I'm I remember looking at these doughs, and they were long. Um they were level, they were very dairy. They had udders that were just glued on there like super glue. Uh, that's the Nigerian way was, right there. But I, I finally <laughs> yes, figured true. out today as I was, you know, doing roofing why what I what was different about those does, I think. I think over what we're currently seeing as a general. And I don't know if you'll agree with me or not. And please, if you don't agree with me, tell me so. <laughs> Attack. Attack. <over> okay. <laughs> I think what it is, is the old, what I call the old style Nigerian from 15 years ago had maybe.
1: Yep. Yep. John and I were just talking about this mm-hmm. and I was telling him about my dough in 19, uh, well, 2000. Uh-huh. Two thousand, yeah, yep. my doe who who in two thousand appraised ninety one, the first doe that was ever yes. born here, born in ninety one, and appraised appraised ninety one as yes. nine year old, and that's that's the doe I always bring up when people talk about the old and style had, Nigerians. It's like, well,
2: she was all like all smoothly <laughs> blended and like just yeah, y- you didn't yes. have hip bones jutting out and and you weren't counting ribs. And just
1: No, she got an E. She got an E in rump. She got an E in shoulder assembly from yep. Eric. And there. yeah, I have I have been trying to get a nice as nice a dough as that all this time. But what I loved about them yes, was so, they also
2: come, were level come from very, very thorough close. to thorough. And they're, they're Yes, yes. Top Big line. Now this is in I think I've finally figured out what, what it is, is. They were almost meaty across the top, meaning They were flat. The top line was flat left to right. Not just along the vertebrae. They were flatter.
1: They were carrying more flesh across the top line. Without being
2: fat. And
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, the interesting thing about the Nigerian breed is the origins, you know, it's not a very old breed. It's Mm -hmm. well you know, when I first got in it was probably twenty years old. So maybe it's 40 years old now and uh, we had open herd books for a really long time Um, and we you know AGS was still committee registering does I don't know 10 years ago and anything that looked like a little dairy goat irrespective of where it came from would be committee registered and then after that they finally closed the herd books and after that everything was purebred but we have a lot. We have a lot of variety of genetics um, in the herd to work with, and I, you know, I think that's really a good thing. So, right. While we're not adding anything new from other breeds now, you know, we definitely had stunted alpines, and we had, um, you know, all the colors because the original animals that came from Africa only came in black, brown, and gold, and that was it. So buckskin, that pretty clearly came from San Clemente moon spots who knows you know blue eyes i'm glad Um, i'm not
0: the only one that's afraid to say this stuff well you you know this is
1: this is a breed (laughs) which is made up of of all kinds of things Mm -hmm. all kinds of things and no bones were made about it right and so once the herd books were closed boy you're not going to cross to anything but before that Anything that met the standard and that meant met the So is that
2: where now I'm seeing a lot of uh Nigerian breeders who are uh now trying to breed their Nigerians to be mini alpine i mean they're not crossing them with alpines, but what they're doing is they're calling the ones that look like well what I call old style and they're looking for more yeah the, we don't the want.
1: we don't want we don't want kegs on legs, yeah
0: right. You want something yeah, more like want, here for the party? She we was don't want tanker that trucks. That scaled down dough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: that yes. was that's probably my favorite dough of yours ever. Was uh, party girl. I mean, she.
1: Yeah, I always uh, I always say that's the most stolen photograph. Oh really? Of the
0: goat oh, you're not kidding. <laughs> I see it everywhere. I see it. Oh my all over Facebook. You Google Nigerian dwarf goats, and it'll come up with some random page, and there she is. Okay. You know, yep. Coloring pages, so, she's there.
1: Interesting places it has appeared. There is in um, in the UCN, there's usually a, an ad for a large uh, livestock auction that features goats mm-hmm. and all breeds of goats. And they have as part of their logo, a photograph of party.
2: Oh, geez.
1: Another thing that came up was uh, a year. I went down to the Maryland State Fair one year because I was determined that I was going to win the premier breeder banner because the year before the premier Nigerian breeder banner had a picture of party on it. Oh,
0: jeez, Really?
1: But the, yes. But the year that I won it, it didn't. <laughs> oh. oh, well, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, she, she's iconic, I would say. Yes, and, she is. and to be totally honest, the reason why, the reason why is early on when I owned party and I had that picture, um, I went to Wikipedia and I looked at the Wikipedia page for Nigerian dwarf and all of the photographs on the page were pygmies. Ah. They were not Nigerian dwarfs. They were not clipped. They were not dairy goats. They had horns.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I took that picture and I uploaded it to what's called the Wikipedia commons. So that picture is essentially in the public domain. Gotcha. And so, you know, I don't go after people who, who use it. You're supposed to use it with attribution, Nobody ever does, Right. but if people look at that picture and get an idea that that's what the Nigerian dwarf is supposed to look like, then I've accomplished what I was trying to accomplish by putting that picture out there. Um, you know, if people see that and say, yeah, that's what I want my goats to look like. That's great. That's fine.
0: Yeah. I think that's reasonable goal,
1: a reasonable goal.
0: So earlier... We were talking we touched on how you were breeding for a national show in Louisville this year. Um and this week was also the uh board of directors meeting. So they were talking about national show long range, uh in twenty twenty two uh for Harrisburg. And
1: yeah, I think that's that's uh, is it still gonna we be dunno.
0: Well, that's the thing. We're not sure. Oh. So they mentioned oh. it. Uh, and they, it was very quick, and I'm glad I caught it because nobody else in Facebook on Facebook was saying anything until I put something out. Blame John um, and reached out to directors. Yeah, yeah, you can you can see it on my Facebook page. It, it blew up to like 200 comments. But oh my, <clears throat> um, they they were they cited the issues as far as ammonia smell and ventilation. Um, and uh, uh, what was the other? Yes,
2: uh cool, you couldn't have coolers you know, because the, of the, the contract with the vendor pre- right. prohibited.
1: Oh well, they never. Right. But, I won't talk about my cooler that I really sh- didn't have. It was a bale of the, Actually, <laughs> it, in my view, <laughs> the the biggest problem I think with their requirements is that they won't allow you to use any shavings, and that's a huge straw. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, straw is really not you... absorbent. Straw is not absorbent. So, you know, obviously that's an issue. I I I agree there was a problem towards the Do end. Do you of know the... why
0: they don't allow uh shaves. They have a composting operation
1: yeah. and yeah. and the composting operation has, you know, rules that, that they don't want wood.
0: They have a contract with uh, a company that grows mushrooms and they bring all of the stuff there and and they want straw yeah. because it does better. Um, right. So they, they. I mean,
1: the problem with wood is when it decomposes, it sucks yeah. all the nitrogen out. Right. Uh, and uh, you know that's not good for the mushrooms. So.
0: So they cited that, and then they also cited they they haven't signed they haven't signed the contract yet for it, which, um, which is a big no no because it was the it was agreed upon in 2019 uh, in Boise at convention and it was also the budget was also approved. Um, The one thing that I kind of want to just get across to members is that reference your guidebook because for the 2020 guidebook, page 13, it mentions that the officers shall supervise the business of the association as ordered by the board of directors in accordance with the constitution of bylaws which means that the board approved the contract and budget in 2019, and they can't they can't back out on it. Um,
1: well, not unless they not unless they bring it up before the board and right. and unapprove it. Which yeah. which it must be discussed. Yes. In other words,
0: um, I don't think it's going to move. But but as as somebody that's been to national shows on the East Coast, uh, and you, you've gone to you've been to, like, Ohio and everything, too, right? Um, yes. What, like, what do you think about that? Do you think it would be, like, a huge hit for the Northeast, or does it really turn you off of, you know, the national show, or... Um, I What,
1: to have it in Harrisburg right. or to not have it in Harrisburg? Right. To, I, I really, I enjoyed myself in Harrisburg. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, yeah, there were downsides, but... Right.
0: It, I mean, I think that's it, with any national a, show. Overall...
1: Yeah, overall, as a facility, I thought it was it was more than adequate. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Columbus. I, I thought Columbus so, too. Was I know fantastic. that
2: Columbus they is beautiful. The, you know, I've heard people say the complaints there were the milk station, which was, if you were in the, you know, it was way at the far end of.
1: Yeah, that's um, true. It was pretty far.
2: And then <laughs> but, uh, the bathrooms in the horse barn looked like they've been used to wash the horses in. At least the men's <laughs>
1: now maybe the men's room was like that. The women's the men's room bathroom was okay. Like
2: clean the horses with. And then people were complaining well, no, about boy, the horse stalls. But everywhere. We purposefully chose the horse stalls because
1: Yes, we did too. I wanted to talk about them solid sides. And Probably for
2: similar reasons, you know.
1: Um what what I did not what I did not know was what you need to do is to bring those
2: Panels oh, yeah. so that your animals
1: can actually, you know, come out onto the aisle. I mean, I, I had no idea that that was what people did, and so my animals were we sort had of shut in and,
2: shorter panels, but um, not enough to do that. So we were able to like open okay. the doors yeah. and then use the shorter panels to um no well, just the to doors give, or whatever uh, open door front so we could have airflow into the pen, but.
1: Yes, and I think that would have helped my animals uh, a lot,
2: actually. But, yeah, we went. Um, so we I went definitely walking, would do that like, next time. Uh, like, I think, I think Tom Rucker did that. Um, I think a lot of yes, people. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people, people. did. And of in people fact, did. we kind of felt like, oh, well, we kind of forgot something. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had, you know, uh, Nigerians can, we use these dog exercise pens um they don't they're plenty sturdy enough for does um and i had some with me but i couldn't figure out how to fasten them in such a way that it was really secure yeah
2: mm.
0: so oh you had yeah um, you had those at sunny sister this year right
1: yes that's what i always bring to shows they they set up and take down in a flash and especially you know when we set up around the trailer the goats really love that mm. they feel like they're still in a place that they understand right like, right trailer.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have something similar for mine, um, my setup too. They're dog panels as well. They're a little bit taller than the ones that I saw you have, but yeah, same, same. Idea. Yeah, mine
1: are 40. I
0: think they're 40 inches. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, mine are, I don't know, probably 50 inches. For, you're probably 48, yeah, inches. yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. They're really handy. Um, they kept my does happy by the trailer, and it was hot that day. Oh. Yeah, definitely. But, very and hard. actually that show is the show that uh my does damn uh Vero she finished that day, right?
1: No, she finished at the Wicked Leg Spring Show. Oh okay. Um she got her third leg up there. But uh yeah, I'm hoping that uh I'm hoping that that's true. I don't have her letter yet, so
0: Oh. Well, I mean they shouldn't be that backed up. I mean,
2: shoot. Well I would <laughs> with that actually, no, that wasn't where you had the issue, was it?
1: So it was uh, Sunny Sisters. It, it appears it may be the case Uh-oh. that there's a missing signature.
2: Uh, and you, not yours.
1: The signature, oh. Yeah, mine. Mine. But the signature for Best of Breed is there, but the signature for Grand is not. Hmm. Um And the judge believes that the signature for Best of Breed should be, should be sufficient for her to win her leg. Yeah. Oh. So well she deserves we it. See. She
0: she looked yeah. great that day. Yeah.
1: Thank you. I don't know how I really like her. I don't her. know
0: how it was so hot. All my goats looked terrible. And here she is in the ring, and I was like,
2: oh, she looks perfect. <laughs> <laughs> been her hair. <laughs> Maybe eight years it's old boy. Maybelline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she eight
1: eight years old. She still has really good feet and legs. Um, she's
0: solid. Yeah. I didn't even know I thought she was six. I didn't really
2: know she's oh, a yeah, I mean, she good and be eight years yeah. old on a dough. that's that's phenomenal uh. <laughs> yeah
1: yep well if she needs another leg hopefully I'll be able to get one
0: <laughs> I don't think you will I mean you got the signature on the best uh the best so it's you should be fine yeah
1: that's That's, like I said, that's what the judge thinks, so we'll see what the office thinks. Maybe
0: we should all call the office and tell them it was a 1,000 degrees (laughs) that day.
1: (laughs) We need, need, you know, and and it was like my first time out of the house. Yeah, yeah. Because I had really been, beyond the pandemic, I had been confined. I had been not weight-bearing for all this time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think my brain was fried, honestly. (laughs) You were
0: were just happy to see all your your goat friends. Yes, and she was
1: only there because... Because, well, Bonnie was had fostered her for the year. She actually leased her mm-hmm. for the year. And uh, um, she was there because of Bonnie's management and care. So yeah, it, I have her to thank. Yeah,
0: she looks great that day. I mean, it was just... I was stunned. I was like, wait, I know that, though. As soon as I saw her, I was like, I know her.
1: <laughs> it's Sophie's mother.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I really hope Sophie uh, holds up like her. I mean, boy, oh, boy. I hope so, too. <laughs> She's got the but... memory, So...
1: Honestly, that yeah, that utter is typical of what Solaris gave me in all of his daughters, pretty consistently across the board. Um, that beautiful heart shape, really high rear. Yeah,
0: and I love it. I'm I'm nice very happy.
1: placement. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: No,
2: so um,
1: I just put up new pictures of her today on the website. Now is she one of the, your
2: your new and exciting ones? No, no, it yeah, would oh, I mean. an, exciting, you know, an picture. exciting picture. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes uh, yes, yeah, have a dough. I or at least the way I feel, you can have a dough, and she can be, you know, a sleeper, or she can be one that you've had all along, and all of a sudden, people, you know, she just pops. And
1: yeah, Viria was kind of like that. You know, the first time she scored ninety-one, I was a little surprised. Because she had not gotten a lot of attention in the show ring.
2: Mm-hmm. Always um, surprised me. Yep, we have a yep, yep. But,
1: <laughs> you know, she's soldiered on all these years and it's finally her turn. Yeah. So,
2: yeah, she's now. Do you she's... have any other younger ones so, that you're um, kind of really excited about or do you not want to tell us?
1: Yeah. You know, even given that I had such limited breeding this year and, you know, honestly, the sad thing is I have a pen full of what are going to be four year old first fresheners out there Oh wow! next year. But uh, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but I do have, a, I have a peregrine granddaughter whose sire is my party son Capriccio. And she, she was, I loved her as a first freshener, but you know, she didn't get any attention because, and she, I had these pictures of her up on the website and They were kind of ugly, you know, and she had two bucks here and I couldn't pay anyone to take them. And then uh, I got her back from my friend and clipped her up. And oh, boy, she looks fantastic. Um, I have new pictures of her up, too. And all of a sudden her bucks are gone. (laughs) They're sold.
0: (laughs) Well, it's. uh... So, yeah,
1: I'm really excited about her. She's a three year old second freshener who's she's going to bloom really nicely, I think, for next year. Mm -hmm.
0: And for Louisville. And. Yep. Yep. You have Burberry who is one of my favorites in your herd.
1: Oh yeah, Burberry. Yeah, Burberry, sorry, yeah. Paracrine. yeah, <laughs> She kitted this year but I I didn't get to see her because uh the person who had her, you know, we decided, well, there's no LA, there's not going to be any shows. We'll just dry them mm-hmm. off. So we dried them off and then bang, all of a sudden there's shows. So
0: I was blessed, I know. But, they and uh, everybody was like, "Oh, there's no shows, no shows." And all of a sudden, "Oh, PA. There are <laughs> shows." Yeah. 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 I was like, "Well, I'm like, "Oh, well, I, have,
1: I was very dubious about it, honestly, but then, you know, when I went to the sunny sister show and everyone yep, was yep, wearing a mask yes.
0: and it was a everyone hundred was, degrees out and everybody know, everyone was, was
1: Yep. They were, be, it was great. Everyone behaved like it was like a dream. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I thought, all right. So then there were, there was a show up at Barb Norcross's place and there was the uh, Southern Maine wicked late spring shows. Mm-hmm. And we went to all of them and people were really good and, Time has gone by and nobody got sick. Yeah. So, thank God for that. Yes. Um,
0: So, we touched on a national show, but you had something really exciting happen yesterday, or yesterday, last year uh, (laughs) at convention where you had the spotlight sale, Buck Kid.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right. Well, yeah, he uh, Atlantis, that was um, something I, I will say, I probably will not nominate another I was going to ask you got
2: him there. Yeah. I remember you and I talking.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I got him flown there
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and he covered oh, my wow. expenses. His sale price covered my expenses. So I really have I cannot complain. Uh, but it was Harry getting him there
0: As, and um, stressful, I'm sure for you and him.
1: Yes, it was very stressful. And now, now I don't know if or when the airlines are ever going to fly goats again. Honestly. I was
2: thinking the same I think thing. I'd heard, uh, I heard. I was like, well, I, I don't think they are possibly.
1: I think yeah, I think they're the last remaining. You know, and
0: that'll probably be a um, pretty penny to do it.
1: <laughs> and yep. Delta, I think Delta Delta may still may do still it, fall. Yeah. but. Um, yeah, but everybody who everybody who I sold this year is traveling by ground transport, and uh, mm-hmm. happy happy to do it. There's there's a couple of really good places now that that seem to have sprung up in the uh, in the void. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with him, and, and I, uh, we've had good I also, experiences. By the way, with I him.
2: Did hear that, uh, Joanne? You were one of the first people to uh, uh, notice things on uh, Oberhagley Bucket Spotlight Sale too. Um.
0: I was drinking, I almost spit out my drink Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What, the, the glitter yeah, on the yeah.
1: testicles? was. That...
0: <laughs> your reaction... <laughs> that was hilarious. I, I was working a hockey game, and your reaction had me crying in tears, because you were just as shocked as everyone else, but you were right there in the camera, so it was perfect. I was... <laughs> it was... I think Randy did the best job of promoting that
1: book. You're not kidding. Of anybody oh, who oh, yeah. ever had a spotlight mm-hmm. sale animal, I swear. You know, his whole... His whole saga on Facebook was yeah. just—I just followed that avidly. Doing it in yeah. the first
0: person. And Nate, Nate's actually the one yeah. that has him now, so he's in—he's in New York enjoying life with his does. Right now, he's being tormented
2: <laughs> by uh, yeah. junior does that keep trying to convince him that he needs to uh, jump the fence. Uh, <laughs> so he's being good, though. He's well—I yeah. have to say, he's very well behaved. It's,
1: it, it. yeah, yeah. Well, he was beautiful. I, I yeah, forgot that you bought him. It actually. was what it
2: was, it was a very exciting moment for us because I, I, if you'd asked me a year prior, I would never have dreamt of buying a spotlight buck. But, um, we also had never dreamt of, wow. you know, owning a Bramble Sun. And, uh,
0: we, yeah, just kn- yeah. we
2: knew that there was a huge list that would probably never be, you know, fulfilled. And never we, be so filled, it was never yes. an option. Then, you know, through Spotlight Sale, you're, yeah.
1: And then he um, comes up, yes.
2: So, yeah, he's here. He's uh, We've got uh, first generation of his daughters on the ground, and we love them. And John actually nice. has one of them. Um, one of the few. yeah. Yep, I have yes. one of the daughters. So. so
0: now I kinda wanna shift on something and uh kind of engage that that rocket scientist uh mindset. Uh oh. Um so <laughs> Okay. So on your website there's an excellent document which any Nigerian breeder should look at on some data about uh over-hyped bucks. Can you give us kind of like an uh, okay. elevator pitch on that?
1: Okay, so um, I have always believed, and and all you have to do is look at the the breed standards and the minimum height requirements for you know they don't have maximum heights, but the minimum heights expected for males and females in all of the other breeds mm-hmm. have a difference of more than you know of a reasonable a reasonable right. amount. So fifteen percent is. Uh, approximately the difference in height that you expect for a standard breed doe versus a standard breed buck. If you magically take a doe and swap out her X chromosome for a Y chromosome and magically turn her into a buck, she's going to be 15% taller than she was before. Nigerian people in their wisdom have chosen to have the difference in height standard be 22 and a half and 23 and a half. So one inch, one inch, Um, And there was reasoning behind this. So at the time, this standard was transplanted in its entirety directly from AGS. So the standard was written with a separate idea of what you wanted to be able to bring into the show ring and what you wanted to be allowed to breed. There was no rule against breeding an animal that did not meet the breed standard. You could do that. You just wouldn't be able to take a big buck and bring him into the ring. Every single animal walked under the stick to come into the AGS right. show ring from the beginning, always. So um, so the idea was if you were brand new and someone said to you, these are the standards, and you said, okay, and you bought yourself a buck that was the height maximum, but in height, and you bought yourself a doe that was a height maximum and in height, and you bred the two of them together, that you would reasonably be able to expect that your that this breeding would produce daughters, daughters who could walk into the show ring at maturity. Right. And the, the concern was not how tall the sons would be. Right. We want does in the ring. So by restricting the buck height that way, it put sort of a lid on the height without excluding animals from the breeding, from the gene pool who were taller than that. So. Now we're in ADGA and the rules are a little different, but I've been assured by several different members of the board of directors that um, ADGA has no intention of becoming the, the Nigerian breed standard police, but, you know, but it is an interesting thing. So I, you know, I was really curious about this idea that 15% is what you should expect for, um, for the difference between males and females in a certain species. Mm-hmm. And so I finally tracked down a paper where um, these these researchers are trying to help people raising miniature goats in Africa estimate their body weight by using their height, because the height is much easier to measure than the body weight. So what we had was a pool of data, and I have a link to the paper in in this um, Word document that's on Mm -hmm. my website. So we have... You know, measurements of several hundred individuals of two different miniature goat breeds. And so you're able to see that, you know, the, the average, the mean and the average heights separated by sex are, in fact, in one breed, 15 percent taller in the bucks than the does. And in the other breed it was 30 percent taller in the bucks than the does. Um, but I'm told that that's partly because that particular breed, it's like um, Lesotho white or something like this, has okay. a hump almost like a Brahma bull. So y- you would see a bigger difference in between the sexes because of that anatomical thing, mm-hmm. sort of like um, right. some of the uh, Indian breeds of goats that you yeah, see. Yeah. Kind of so, like
0: Nubians. They, um, you can definitely see that in some of the bucks. Yeah.
1: So that was the, you know, that was my support for my idea that in fact, our breed standard is overly restrictive no, I, I as did, far I, as I, I, I can
2: see that for sure. Right. Um, so, if it's 15% of the doe height,
1: Twenty-two yeah, and a half. Mean, so it makes them twenty-six inches like tall.
2: Twenty-five point. That's right.
1: Yeah, nearly twenty-six inches tall is fifteen percent. So you know, if you if you want to be sure that your well, to be reasonably sure that your buck um, that your sons of your doe are going to be in height, you need to stick to does twenty inches and smaller. Um, Personally, I I like my does to be twenty one, twenty two inches mm-hmm. tall because I want to be able to get a bucket under them. I want them to milk a reasonable amount. Right. I don't want to have to, you know, bend over at at my hips in order to show them in the show <laughs> ring. I don't want them to turn. I will I will venture to say I don't want them to turn into you know it, lawn ornaments. Yeah. That are that are pretty but not useful. And so you know, it, it is my belief that. A fairly large segment of the male population of the breed is over height. Um, And if we were to actually cull them all, we would destroy the breed.
0: That's my belief. But
2: I can definitely see that. Do you think that that that, uh, height requirement on the box, that it being set there, do you think that was uh, the influence of standard breed people in, in?
1: no, no. Okay. I mean, we did it. We did it to ourselves. We did it when we were in AGS. And, and, uh, like I said, it was to, it was to help sort of put a lid on the height so, so that you we didn't end up with go crazy. But, you yeah. know, one culture. So culture is the culture has changed. So now I, I see a lot of new people will post something on Facebook saying, Oh my gosh, my two year old buck is now over height. I guess I need to eat him. And, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, I hope this doesn't become the, yeah, well, know, predominant view. Right. Well, I know, like, but, uh, what um, are you going to do?
2: <laughs> last summer, actually, yeah, last summer, we had a uh, fundraiser for the national convention, which didn't happen in Syracuse. And uh, uh, yes. at the uh, fundraiser was a uh, Nigerian dwarf buck whose dam was, quite frankly, an inch over height. Um, and I, I kind of wonder like how many people may not have bid on him because his dam was an inch over height, but I know the breeder and the breeder.
1: Well, see, I feel, I feel very differently about does. Okay. I, I do. I, I will not keep an over height doe here. Um, and generally, I've had a couple, and I sell them without papers to family milker homes. Um, you know, I think that you have to have an anchor point, if you will, and the anchor point for the okay. breed is the now is the height cutoff for Now dangerous, dangerous
2: mm-hmm. territory here. Now, <laughs> DHI, <laughs> yeah,
1: D-H-I. there we go.
2: <laughs> now, if I okay. have a twenty-three yep. inch tall doe and she puts enough milk and butterfat and protein in the bucket, DHI will still award her her star.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think that we've we've had discussions about this, and at one point, every single one of the top 10 does on the elite list was overhyped. That's not true anymore. That's not true recently, but um, there is now, is I believe like they putting, put an asterisk
2: putting a, a mark and, name uh, on
1: the list. Baseball players um, if, who do <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> sort of like wearing the scarlet H, letter A scarlet H but, um, uh, yeah, Height. so I, I mean <laughs> H, the, the O-H um. and uh, at one point, you know, animals weren't uh, eligible for the top ten list if they were overhyped because I had a friend who had a doe that milked, you know, appropriately for that, but was measured over height in, in LA. And so she was not put on that list. Mm-hmm. Um, this a lot of years ago, I, I don't know how the rules have changed over years, but I actually, I actually feel like the problem is subsiding a little bit as some of these really tall does fade back into the pedigrees.
2: Okay. I, I... Um,
1: You know, so I, what I would like to see, what I, I have, yeah. a pl- I have something, what I would like to see done is to change the buck disqualification from a hard and fast disqualification right. to a very serious fault. So the equivalent of a wry mm-hmm. face or, you know, what else is in the book listed under very serious? Like if you walk into the show ring with this, you know, you're not going to win. Even if you're the only one in the class, you're going to get a overshot record. or like undershot jaw
0: type deal. Yeah. Yes.
1: You know, serious, um, Evidence of permanent lameness is no that's a mm-hmm. disqualification. But you know, something that that I is obviously a
2: bit not just a
1: serious fault, not a not a slight to serious fault, but a very serious fault. And then, you know, make the absolute disqualification be that fifteen percent. But I will tell you right now, that will never happen. Yeah. That will never happen as long as quite a few people I could think of are still yeah. alive. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's uh change is hard, especially with ADGA. It just is. Yep, um, yep. And we saw it at the, at the annual meeting and we'll continue to see it and that's okay for now, but change will come. And hopefully I'm, hopefully maybe, I'm still breeding when maybe. it does.
1: <laughs> I, I guess we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, you know, typically I don't measure my books. I don't LA my bucks. Actually the look on my appraisers faces when they show up and I say, we're not doing any bucks, and they, they, Throw their hat in the air and jump up and down <laughs> a few times. I always feel like I get better scores when they're in a good mood, and that's that's part of it. Yeah, bucks are um, tough. You know, I yeah. I I have willful ignorance as to the heights of my bucks. That's you
0: know, and plus,
1: would take that as you will. With linear
0: appraisal, with bucks, they can appraise as high as you want them, but I want to see yeah. their daughters. You know, it's just Yep, exactly. It's how they, how they transmit those genes is what counts as far as it goes. Yep.
1: yep. And, and actually, you know, someone recently showed me this nice tool that you can get. Like if you go on to the ADGA genetics website, yes. you can search bucks by type. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and, and I found out one of my bucks is like really high you in a bunch of the categories. Type, I was really excited about by
2: that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the ETA or the uh, PTA.
1: Yep. Yes, and PTIs mm-hmm. and PTAs and but I don't. I'll, I'll the, be honest. I don't understand how they calculate those it's, numbers. It's so basically it's, uh, it's um, magic. Well, and it's besides <laughs> being magic, it's it's one of those things. If you list all of the Nigerian mm-hmm. bucks by PTA, and you'll see that there's like five of them that have a positive PTA, yeah. and every other buck in the yeah. breed is negative.
2: Yep.
1: Same thing with PTI, and and I don't know why that is, but my speculation is because. We don't, even now, we still don't have the depth of pedigree and the the amount of data required. Yeah, so typically I ignore that information when it comes to Nigerians because it's just not Mm -hmm. useful yet. Um, But I think that's where we need the linear appraisal. um, I mean,
2: we need need to fight for that tooth and nail because... Yeah,
1: I mean, actually, yeah, that's... and we need to, yes, we, you know, is there serious think, risk that they're going to? I think what right.
2: the serious. bigger danger is that the what's, people, who the appraisers themselves, may not be willing. That we currently mm-hmm. have may not be willing to do it because of the issues. Where which money is one of them, but it's not the one. Mm-hmm. Um, if they right. just say no. We've got you. We either have to find someone else to do it, or we lose the program. But to right. me, since since I've started doing appraisal, you know, linear appraisal, I've gotten so much information out of that. I I now can't imagine not having of course, it. Yeah, you know, like this year, I I feel like I'm all thumbs at reading season. No, um, it's it's it's.
0: <laughs> right now, yeah. it's it's serious to the point where we're looking at losing half of the appraisers that we have.
2: I don't think it's but just that
1: because we're not paying it's, them. enough? That's one
0: of the reasons. It's it's travel. It's, it's also in, of in office stuff. Um, and... But there's <clears throat> mm-hmm. there's uh, there's yeah. definitely a need.
1: Well, we're gonna have a lot of new personnel pretty
2: soon. And and I do know, wonder if part of that will I be, be. It will. I do if wonder if that part of that's the issue. Um I don't know. I don't know. I
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring in new people and we're gonna have to get them up to speed and we're gonna have to work the, it's the
2: definitely gonna be, but it may also be a chance on, sure. to change um, things yeah, to make things yeah. better. Right. So I
0: hope so, so. Yeah. Um but yeah, so we've been we've been going on here for over an hour now um i know that you have a night where you probably want to eat dinner and enjoy enjoy some downtime <laughs> yes. um i really appreciate you being here especially you're our first nigerian dwarf yes. breeder as a guest and what a what a first nigerian dwarf breeder to have i mean you are really one of the upper <laughs> echelon when it comes to yeah. them um your herd's gorgeous and <laughs>
1: you know, it's funny, I just don't think of myself that way. It's funny to you hear know, you say I, that. I've
0: noticed that a lot of top breeders think that way too. So you're not alone. Um, but when I I always say this when I have fellow breeders on um when you when you think of a good breeder, you're thinking of consistency and good consistency at that and you yes. definitely have yeah. that in your barn. So um I really appreciate it being here and I appreciate you giving me the chance to own some of those genetics on my farm. Um, because (laughs) (laughs) you're
1: very welcome. I did have one thing I wanted to say. I wanted to say at some point Mm -hmm. in this broadcast for new breeders, the most important thing that you can have besides a mentor that really helps you is a vision. Okay. You need to have a mental image of what you are working towards. I can't agree with that. And if you have that, it might take you long time, it might take you less time, it might take you a lot of money or less money. But if you, you have to have that vision, that's the most important I can't thing.
0: agree with that more. That's that's yes. my advice for that's, everybody.
1: That's
2: yes. my advice. it's really good. I advice. actually have one last um, question for you, uh, Joanne. Do you have any questions for us? <laughs> oh I will. I will.
1: No, but say he hi to your dad. Has, uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, you missed in part. And a buck. <laughs> Nigerian Warf descended from his bloodlines.
1: Oh, wow. That's
2: cool. No, in fact, the buck actually he just is couldn't H. Nagle buck. <laughs> um, and uh, descended oh, from cool. his doe, who is uh, thinking of Nigerian dwarves and height. And uh, his doe, who was uh all-time uh, production leader for a while, who was under height. Um, yes. And uh, so <laughs> yep, he's, yep. he's excited to get back into out. it. Yeah, he he couldn't stay away. Um. So, um, uh, that that was my question for you before we head on out. But yes, I will say hi to him for you. That did you have a question for us? It, what was your and question? That
1: was all. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. Yeah, no. Other than just say hi to David. I, <laughs> I I will never forget. You know, he probably judged. Half of the first two years of shows that I that I went to.
2: That's That's awesome. He loved showing. He uh, loves judging. He loved showing too, but he I think he loves judging more. Yes.
1: He's very good at it, actually. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess we'll wrap it up here, guys. Yeah, Um, thank you. Joanne, thank you again. All right. Well,
1: thanks for having me on.
0: So uh, everybody, this has been Ringside, an American Dairy Goat Podcast. Thank you. Good night. Catch you guys next time.